MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Good morning. Wake up! The Morning Line. Line up, ladies! All right, welcome in here on a uh, now a Wednesday. It is January the 15th, 2020. It is the grid, sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. Welcome into the morning line as we look to get you caught up here with everything that happened overnight in the world of sports. Plus, take a look ahead as to the matchups here today, not only in the NBA, but uh, we are getting ready for UFC 246. That is just around the corner this weekend, the return of a uh, of a gentleman by the name of Conor McGregor. That is right. Conor McGregor getting ready to take the uh, octagon again. So uh, we have that to look forward to, taking on a 100-year-old uh, cowboy. Uh, I can't believe cowboy's still in. It's amazing to me. Uh, Cerrone, but uh, we'll talk about that. Plus, don't forget NFL right around the corner Sunday. This is it. The battle, four teams left. Two will advance here to uh, right up the road for me in Miami, getting ready to decide who is going to be that 2019-20 NFL Super Bowl champion. So we'll give you the latest market lines there. We do have also a three-week desert swing starting. The PGA Tour is in full effect now uh, as we march to Augusta here over the next couple of months, the return of Tiger Woods, of course, defending champion at the Masters. And uh, over the next couple of months, uh, there'll be some very interesting tournaments in the PGA uh, in the PGA world. Great opportunity for you guys to be able to dabble and profit a little bit. If you have never, uh, if you guys have never bet on the PGA Tour, 
Great matchups, great opportunities. They're a lot of fun, and I promise you, it'll be a lot more. Uh, it will be a lot more. How do I say? Um, enjoyable. That's the good word. How about a lot more enjoyable uh, for you guys to uh, to watch golf? You'll be amazed on Saturday and Sunday how in tune you are when you have as little as uh, a couple of bucks on a match or you need a guy to make a putt here to uh, to cash a ticket. It's uh, amazing how much more golf uh, becomes interesting for a lot of folks the minute they put a few bucks in. But uh, the big story there will be, of course, uh, Brooks Kupka, the uh, the machine. He will be uh, coming off a uh, kind of an injury-plagued end of the year last year. Uh, he looks like he is ready to go, though, and he is back. So he will be also part of this uh, part of this tournament coming up in the weekend, and we'll get you the latest numbers on him. But it has been a injury-plagued offseason for Brooks Kupka, so don't know. Yet he'll be in peak form just yet. So last night, college hoops, uh, we had uh, about 24 games in college hoops last night. A lot of... Obviously, uh, conference matchups there. Uh, you had Duke taking on Clemson in the ACC. You had Maryland uh, also uh, going at it in Wisconsin in the Big Ten. Uh, you even had a uh, battle of the mid-majors there with VCU and Dayton. So there was a lot going on last night, and there were some major upsets. And uh, we'll let you hear how that went for one ACC team that I don't think anybody is crying this morning that they got upended and upset. So, yes, I'm talking about you, Duke fans. Uh, but the news came down last night, oddly enough, and we were all wondering yesterday when it was going to happen, how it was going to happen, and why hadn't it happened, really, in a lot of aspects. But the Alex Cora-Boston Red Sox relationship is no longer. And we had told you yesterday when the story broke uh, when Major League Baseball went ahead and released its findings on the cheating scandal, the trying to steal signs uh, and uh, banging on garbage cans and everything else that came along with it, the it was quite obvious that there was one person that everybody pointed to that was going to be the fall guy, and it was going to be Alex Cora. The problem is Alex Cora is not with the Houston Astros. Alex Cora is, or was, the manager of the Boston Red Sox. And we all knew it was coming. Rob Manfred said, we haven't figured out exactly what the punishment for Alex Cora is going to be because we're still investigating the role of the Boston Red Sox. If there was any sort of cheating going on there, did he take this whole situation with him to Boston? Did he implement, were they doing anything? And uh, we said that, okay, how long is it going to be? If you give A.J. Hinch a one-year ban, well, if Alex Cora was the mastermind behind it and A.J. Hinch is documented to have not been a fan of it, just didn't go out of his way to stop it, but did smash a couple of monitors along the way there, making his feelings known, well, what, what is Alex Cora going to get? A couple of years, two years, three years, a full ban? There's even uh, There's even some talk that... He is done in Major League Baseball, period. We're talking like the Pete Rose type of band. And he was a dead man walking yesterday. And we were wondering, well, when is this going to happen? Like, what, what's it going to, is he going to step down? Are the Red Sox going to be proactive here? 
what's going to happen. And uh, pretty much around uh, late last night, right around uh, 10 o'clock or so, the news came down that Alex Cora, who won not only as a uh, as an assistant coach there with the Houston Astros, the World Series in 2017, he won the World Series in 2018 when his first managerial gig there uh, as head of the Boston Red Sox. But that link forever now with the Houston Astros and the fact that everybody in that interview process, everybody in that investigation seems to have thrown him under the bus, along with a uh, another guy that's also a manager right now uh, in his first year, Carlos Beltran. It's interesting enough. Uh, but Alex Cora was a coach. He wasn't a player with the Astros, which is a big difference. So now the announcement comes out that, yep, uh, the Red Sox have, in fact, parted ways with Alex Cora. They have uh, decided that there is no reason for us to be associated with Alex Cora. And even Alex Cora said they said it was mutual, even though it's a firing. They said it was mutual. Uh, he is uh, awaiting the discipline, whatever that ruling is going to be, which will probably happen by the end of the week. He said he was too much of a distraction, didn't want to be a distraction for the Boston Red Sox, so he stepped down. The parting was mutual. We'll see about that. What does it mean for the Red Sox? Major League Baseball, we'll give you the latest on that coming up next year on The Grid, sportsgrid.com. Happy Wednesday. sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com the nikki glazer podcast her roast of tom brady stole the show now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the nikki glazer podcast i said tell tom brady that i'm the tom brady of roasting lots of people roasted the goat but only nikki is still being talked about every time i refresh my dms it's 14 blue check marks of people i didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me hear that in all episodes of the nikki glazer podcast on america's number one podcast network iheart open your free iheart app and search the nikki glazer podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So 
Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, that is uh, dedicated to you, Mr. Alex Cara, and your cheating ways. Time for you to move on out of baseball, away from the Boston Red Sox. And, of course, Boston Red Sox fans, they're in part denial. They are uh, in just total disbelief. Uh, Alex Cora will forever uh, be a uh, Boston Red Sox uh, legend of sorts for being able to put it all together, come here, and uh, take a team that was complete was just woeful in 2017 and be able to lift up the spirits with pretty much the same team and go ahead and win a World Series in 2018. Uh, but yeah, well, exactly. So uh, it's, it'll be interesting to see what Rob Manfred and company come up with as far as their final findings into uh, the Boston Red Sox now because, you know, once a cheater, always a cheater. Uh, That's uh, pretty much the attitude they're going. And the fact that Alex Cora got absolutely uh, zero, uh, nobody had his back uh, during this investigation because uh, everybody right on down the line from the very top (laughs) right down to the employees in the Astros organization apparently have all said, yep, Alex Cora was the mastermind behind it. They did mention, again, Carlos Beltran, who is the Mets manager. Uh, We have not really heard anything from the Mets uh, as far as that goes of what they're going to do. But again, Major League Baseball made it very clear, Rob Manfred and his uh, investigation and his findings. That report made it very clear that players will not be disciplined here. There will be zero discipline for any of the players on the team that it was very, it was impractical. It was very hard to decipher who did what and when and who benefited and who didn't. They made a million and one excuses for the players, which of course opens up a Pandora's box for a whole lot of uh, other questions. And Pete Rose, ladies and gentlemen, is not uh, shying away from the microphone Right now, as he is the only lifetime band member, I believe, you know, the all-time hits leader, Hall of Famer, three-time Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl, uh, three-time World Series champion. Yeah, I learned a lot of people picking up the phone and going, Pete, what do you think, man? Cheating, integrity, the game. You're banned because you bet on your own team to win, and yet... You've got a couple of suspensions here for a year. We'll see what happens to Alex Cora. But none of the players who participated in the cheating are going to be disciplined. And one of those players was, in fact, Carlos Beltran. So the the idea that he is now a manager really doesn't make a difference. Uh, At the time of the incident and of the scandal, he was a player. So if you're not going to if you're not going to punish any of the current players, And a lot of the guys that were on that team are no longer on the Houston Astros. So if you're not going to go down the line and punish any of the players, it'll be very hard. I don't know how you would justify Carlos Beltran, any sort of suspension for him, given the fact that he's now in a managerial position. He was a player when it happened. So you can't just because he's no longer a player. uh, And the fact that he is in baseball as a manager now means... 
it would be you couldn't do it. It would be very hypocritical. And I think that's exactly why Rob Manfred went out of his way to explain that, you know, players that were on that team will not be disciplined. It starts at the top, works its way down and boom. Alex Cora, in all likelihood, is finished in Major League Baseball because of it. And I got to tell you, it was, I, I think, uh, as our uh, Kim Karchin there, of course, one of the uh, great baseball guys uh, over at uh, ESPN, been, you know, one of the diehards there, historian, does a great job of covering MLB all year. Uh, this was how he broke it down last night as far as the Red Sox and Alex Cora parting ways. And the Red Sox looked at this and said, this is an untenable situation. We're going to get penalized probably for what happened in 2018. And given the dark cloud that is over baseball now, the Astros and now the Red Sox, they just felt like they had to move on. And again, it's their guy. It's the fault of A.J. Hinch and Alex Cora, but two of the best young managers in baseball have left their teams in the last couple of days, and that can't be a good thing. No, it's not. It's uh, it's not a good thing, and it's a uh, and it's a good point because the Red Sox connected the dots there, and they realized that we, this is it's coming, and the sooner we get in front of this, the better. So good for them, number one. But again, the Alex Cora brought some sort of system over with him to the Red Sox, and. They're investigating exactly, you know, what kind of sign-stealing scheme did did he put in place, if any, for the Boston Red Sox in uh, in 2018. Uh, it is still unclear in the investigation that what, who, what, where, and how, but that is why Mon, uh, Rob Manfred said that they are still investigating. They're not going to rule on Cora until they finish the investigation into the Red Sox. So... I think we can all deduct that there's probably a good chance at some point during that 2018 season for the Red Sox and Red Sox fans will not admit this. They will free it. It's a million and one excuses. There is a good chance there was something going on with the Boston Red Sox, and it might have been for a month. It might have been for a couple of games. Doesn't really make a difference at this point. It's guilt by association. And if in fact, there was another sign-stealing scheme implemented by Alex Cora and the Red Sox. Well, the Red Sox know it's coming. The penalties are going to come to them, too, as well. Uh, you, you have to wonder, I mean, with them firing Dombrowski early on at the end of last year, you got to wonder if uh, if they actually knew something was coming. Uh, it'll be, But then again, the I don't think the athletic with Mike Fires, that whole interview and that piece, that wasn't done until uh, uh, right at the end of the season, right towards, uh, was it the, I think it was right around the World Series, just before that started to come out, uh, or just after. It was right around then, but once that can of worms was open, that was it, and now, not only did the, uh, well, the Astros are going to hire from within, obviously, I think the bench coach is, uh, is moving up to the manager. No word yet on who the Red Sox are going to go, but this is a mess beyond mess and like we told you pete rose is having a field day with this and pete rose believes that the houston astros involvement in the sign stealing was way worse for baseball than what he did 30 years ago when he gambled on baseball and he wasn't gambling guys don't he got a lifetime ban but let us not forget uh, there was never any proof 
that Pete Rose gambled on his team to lose. He only gambled on his team to win. So there is a, uh, and I know as trivial as that may sound, what's the difference? Gambling is gambling. Well, there's a big difference when you are betting your money for a team to win than fading a team to actually lose. And that is not what he did. And even he said it, I bet on my own team to win. That's basically what, that's what he did wrong. He shouldn't have bet, but it wasn't like he was asking his team to lose. He wasn't manipulating to lose money in the bets in the game. He was just betting on his team to win games. And that was his big mistake. But let's face it, banned for life. He's banned for life. And what was at the time and what has over the years continued to be a theme for Major League Baseball, the integrity of the game. The integrity of the game. You can't have it. It's a cardinal rule. You can't do it. Well, there's two things in Major League Baseball that are unforgivable in the eyes of everybody who's ever played it. As a kid, on any level, there are two things that you know not to do. Number one is bet on baseball as a player, bet on uh, in any way, shape, or form. The other is cheat in any way, shape, or form, or at least, you know, getting caught. Uh, and that, those are the two cardinal rules. Don't cheat. Don't give yourself an unfair advantage over the other team. Play the game straight up, and, you know, whoever wins, wins, and don't gamble on uh, baseball, and you'll be just fine. So Pete Rose, to his point, he broke one of those cardinal rules, but you just had findings from the commissioner that an entire organization with just about every player on the team they cheated they broke the other cardinal rule only where's the lifetime bans for those players Pete's got a point it's gonna be very hard for Rob Manfred and company to get past that more on this coming up next here on the grid sportsgrid.com dailyrodo.com Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, 
You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome in. Time to get on the grid. Get yourself that edge. Do it uh, by finding us on YouTube as well. Sports Grid Network is where you can go. You'll get all the sports betting and fantasy advice you need all the time in one spot. YouTube. Make sure you are subscribing to the Sports Grid Network and find us on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. And of course, now would be a good time for you to put your money where your mouth is. Plenty of action uh, happening in the sports world tonight. NBA, NHL, college hoops continuing to roll on. UFC this weekend. Put your money where your mouth is. Go ahead, open up a sports wagering account right now. Do it with FanDuel. It is New Jersey's largest sports book. All you got to do is go to FanDuel.com forward slash grid. You'll receive a free bet of up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com forward slash grid. You got point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, in-game wagering, whether it be college or pro sports. You guys are in control, but you got to go to FanDuel.com forward slash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Now, if you have a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the website for details and welcome in here to the morning line i'm joe ranieri on this wednesday it is now january the 15th as we take a look at uh, some of the headlines from overnight in the world of sports we told you of course alex cora and the boston red sox have uh, parted ways as they wait for the punishment for alex cora which in all likelihood is going to be the most severe of anybody involved in this sign-stealing, cheating scandal. We had uh, mentioned, of course, that the hypocrisy here without any players receiving punishment is a bit crazy due to the fact that, uh, you know, Pete Rose, who was uh, broke one of the covenants of baseball, they only have two real ones. One of them is don't gamble. The other is don't cheat. And, well, Pete Rose broke the gambling one, and he got a lifetime ban. And pretty much the entire... Houston Astros team that won a World Series in 2017, well, they all cheated, admittedly and proven at this particular point, yet none of them are receiving anything. And like Pete Rose has brought up, uh, you know, he feels like a lot of other people, including myself, that it's a little hypocritical to say, oh, we're not going to, nothing we can do about players, you know, play, but we'll, we'll, the manager and the general manager, that's where we'll go. Well, it's a little ridiculous that 
Uh, and I'm sure if Shoeless Joe Jackson were alive today, along with the rest of the 1908 uh, White Sox team, that, of course, was also found. Not everybody, certainly not Shoeless Joe, who was never proven he was part of it. But there were certainly a number of guys on that team who uh, who threw that World Series, who bet against their team, except for Shoeless Joe, who ended up hitting, you know, 400 in that series there. 1919, I'm sorry, 1919, uh, 19, was it 1919? No. It was the White Sox in 19, what was the 1908? Uh, 1908 was, was the last time that the Cubs had won the World Series. Oh, well, I, there you go. Well, they, well, they should have threw them out of the league at that point. Uh, so we've got 1919, Chicago White Sox, Shoeless Joe and company. All banned, guys. All of them. I mean, nobody had better numbers. Shoeless Joe Jackson's another guy should absolutely be in a Hall of Fame. But again, they dropped the hammer on an entire group of people, proven or not, proven or not, for the White Sox on that team. Uh, and nobody, absolutely nobody that even took part of throwing that series implicated uh, Shoeless Joe. But you know what? Guilt by association. Here we uh, fast forward to 2020 and admitted cheating and a World Series title, and yet not one player is going to receive any sort of punishment for it. A little ridiculous, a little hypocritical. So Rob Manfred made the decision to start at the top and make this uh, some sort of ownership, some sort of a general manager, manager problem, and get a couple of sacrificial lambs while the players get away scot-free. And I understand why he did it. Because the truth is, this is not something that's unique to the Houston Astros. It's not something that they invented. It's not something that had appeared out of nowhere. I can assure you that just about every major league baseball team, they'll never admit it, but at some point here, you're not, they're not going to ignore the technology, the ability to try and steal signs, even uh, through electronics. I am fairly certain each and every team. Now, did they go to that extent? Well, I think it's the worst kept secret in baseball, but I'm fairly certain that Alex Cora didn't invent this. Carlo Beltran didn't invent it. They perfected it, but it is definitely one of the worst kept secrets in baseball as many other teams would be guilty if they really wanted to dive in. But quite honestly, if the Astros did not win the World Series, would anybody care? That's the problem. So nobody cares if the Baltimore Orioles are stealing signs. They suck. So this only becomes a problem because they were successful. And you ask a lot of Major League Baseball players, and they will also say, listen, we, you know, we should be better. We should have been better at protecting the signs. We should have been better. We all knew it, and we didn't do anything to change it. So we probably it's it's on us. So that's the one good thing about Major League Baseball players is they do not make excuses. They know just because just because, you know, I could tell you I'm going to throw a fastball does not mean that. You're going to hit it and anybody that's ever played the game, I'm throwing a curveball doesn't mean you're going to hit it does absolutely does not. You're talking about a sport, guys, that. Three out of every 10 at-bats, if you're able to get a hit, you're in the Hall of Fame. So you can fail seven out of 10 times and still be considered one of the greatest players the game has ever seen. So the fact that you know a fastball is coming means absolutely 
nothing in the scope of things. It really does not, especially at the Major League Baseball level. So having said that, players do not find this nearly as egregious as the people outside of the game. So just remember that moving forward, that a lot of these players, even teams that play, they'll act like they're all bent out of shape. But the reality is a lot of guys, if given that information and said, all right, you can tell me if it's fastball or curveball. Yeah, go ahead. Let me know. Very few of those guys that are acting on the old moral high ground, if uh, if they had that information, very few would say, absolutely not. I don't want to know the integrity of the game. Not going to happen there. So if baseball really wanted to dig in, I am sure they would find that these types of uh, schemes, these signal stealing schemes, uh, there might be in every ballpark in Major League Baseball, a apparatus or some sort of system in place to try to do just that. And if not for the current game, for future reference somewhere down the road, trying to uh, break the codes of signals. So teams got to be better. Baseball players will tell you, got to be better. The fact that, uh, you know, he knew I was throwing a fastball means I it doesn't matter. I should have, especially in 2020 where it's home run or... You know, even in 2017, it's home run or strikeout. You got to make a better pitch. <laughs> it's, that, it's that simple. So uh, baseball players will take responsibility. But at this particular point, you look back in the history of the game, a little hypocritical for Rob Manfred and company to ignore the other bands that they have for life here. And maybe that's what Alex Cora gets. And it's symbolic that he is the fall guy here. And they'll be able to say that, well, yeah, we, we banned Pete. We banned the, you know, Shoeless Joe and others. And, well, now we're going to go ahead and ban, uh, you know, Alex Cora because he was the mastermind, which is not fair to Alex Cora, but it's not about being fair. It's just about, uh, you know, saving face here. And that's exactly what Major League Baseball, I am sure, is working on doing right now, trying to figure that out. Otherwise, you got to let Pete Rose in, man. 30 years. 30 years, your all-time hits leader. Not letting him in the, uh, obviously he's not going to manage again anytime soon, but not to have him in the Hall of Fame is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, other news last night, guys, uh, the uh, not a good week for the Boston area fan. Uh, it was also shown yesterday and broke that uh, Tom Brady, uh, of course, who is at this point unemployed. He's going to be a free agent for the first time in his career in just uh, a couple of months. And Patriot fans learned yesterday that um, he actually, the suite that Brady's family typically occupies at Gillette Stadium has been completely scrubbed. And apparently it's been scrubbed to the point where it's never, ever, like everything in that suite and from what we understand, there is always things there year-round. So it's not like they do this at the end of the ever seat. No, they completely gutted it. There is nothing left of Tom Brady or Tom Brady's family. There is no remnants of Tom Brady left in, uh, in that Gillette Stadium suite. It's never happened before. And uh, the report also goes on to say that the same thing for his Brookline, Massachusetts house, his home. Also completely gutted, gone, nothing, no sign, ghost town, everything of Tom Brady's is gone along with Giselle. His, uh, now, we knew they put the house up for sale back in October, 
And I think they purchased a home in Connecticut, Greenwich, Connecticut. Uh, but they've already moved into the new home there in Greenwich, Connecticut. And he was begging people a couple of months ago, please don't read into that. Well, the fact is right now, you cleaned out, you moved out of Brookline, Massachusetts, right? You're gone there. Now you've moved to Connecticut, and now also your suite at Gillette Stadium is completely gutted and gone. Patriot fans are in full panic mode because the reality is, Brady, even though it seems like he is done and washing his hands with the Patriots, uh, it's a little disheartening for Patriot fans because the reality over the next couple months is going to set in that you just lost your manager of the Red Sox, cheater. The team might be disciplined, and oh, yeah, you lost Tom Brady, your GOAT. It's been a rough couple of months for the Boston fan. Poor you. More on that coming up next year on The Grid. I'm shedding a tear in some. In some. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, what a 
Been a little rough go of it for the Boston fans there. Tom Brady leaving, saying goodbye, cleaning out his suites and his home in uh, Boston, moving on, moving away. And then, of course, Alex Cora now being uh, exiled out of Boston. And just when they were uh, they were so hoping to be able to put it all together for another World Series run. But uh, unfortunately, it is not to be. Doesn't look like there's going to be uh, any more parades anytime soon in the city of Boston. So uh, sorry about that, Boston fans. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, some other news uh, last night uh, that also broke. And... Uh, I'm I'm happy that we're getting more and more of these uh, types of stories uh, every year, it seems like. And uh, we're talking about a, a player in his prime, guys, in his prime, 28 years old. Uh, one of the best linebackers in the game, Luke Keekley, uh came out last night, recorded a, a video announcing his uh, his retirement from the NFL. And that's uh, a lot of people are going, wow, that's he's 28 years old. He's right in his prime. Uh, But we are also talking about a five time first team all pro. But we're also talking with a dude here who will be lucky in the next 10 years to remember what his name is uh, due to the fact that he's had multiple concussions, at least reported ones, uh, not to include the ones that weren't reported and that he did not, uh, of course, uh, admit to there on the sidelines. So this is, I get it. Uh, and it's been a rough go for this guy. And and we know now hours, uh, yesterday, actually or earlier in the day yesterday, we learned that another great, uh, Antonio Gates, uh, one of the all time great, uh, tight ends in the game, uh, all time, uh, leader in touchdown receptions by a tight end, uh, with 116, he too announces retirement, and that was to be expected because you know he's played seems like forever. Antonio Gates has been in the league, uh, but Luke Keekley at 28, following the footsteps of Andrew Luck, uh, you know last year as well uh, at 29, 30 years old, hanging it up, going you know just there's got to be life outside of this, and uh, I certainly get it for Luke Keekley, and he's not obviously the first player to retire early. Uh, for health issues in recent years, but he is definitely one of the higher profile guys uh, to hang it up. And this is uh, this is what he had to say when uh, when he addressed uh, his fans and, of course, the media. And that's uh, well, of course, I would uh, have that. But unfortunately, it's I uh, can't seem to get any of that to work. So no big deal. Uh, bottom line is he said that he's just got to move on, man. He said that um he could come back, but he knows in his heart of hearts that it's time. And that's not an easy thing for athletes to come to the realization and come to the, uh, you know, come to at 28 years old, all you've ever known is that particular sport or that particular routine. Uh, It's kind of hard for guys to be able to walk away and see what their life would be without it. But I do think that, listen, (laughs) this is a guy that, uh, this is a guy that when they drafted him, even coming out of college, guys, his uh, he was a difference maker in every way, shape, or form. This is a guy that anchored some of the best defenses in the NFL. And you're talking about 2012 he was drafted, and he has st- he started all 118 games in which he's uh, in which he played and led the Panthers to four playoff berths 
from 2013 to 17. He also broke up J.J. Watt's string of Defensive Player of the Year honors. He won the award in 2013. Two years later, he helped that defense take Carolina to a 15-1 season and also the run to the Super Bowl. So he has done nothing but deliver uh, on the field. One of the uh, one of the best linebackers to have played the game, and he knows. And I'm I'm going to assume at 28 years old, with as many times as his uh, brain has been rattled around up there, that the signs. I am sure are there that it's just not worth it. You got plenty of money. You know there's life after football. You're not going to be one of these hanger honors, which is perfect. Saved his money, made his cash, 28 years old. He's got the whole rest of his life, and there is no reason to continue to take shots to the head. So congratulations uh, to Luke Keekley on an amazing uh, an absolute amazing career. He'll and uh, he'll enjoy retirement, which is good for him. And as far as the Carolina Panthers go, well, that's uh, that's a big loss on the defensive side, which means they're going to have to figure out something to do in the draft to be able to bolster up that uh, that defense, not only in the secondary, but of course, losing Luke Keekley in the middle, having your quarterback on the defense uh, retire is never a good thing at 28 years old. So. Definitely some decisions to make for the Carolina Panthers. As far as Luke Keekley goes, that was one of the easiest decisions he will ever make. Uh, last night, as we take a look here, guys, uh, some upsets in the world of sports. And, of course, we got uh, a lot going on here today. In fact, uh, even more so, I believe we've got ourselves 10 NBA games, two NHL games, 59 college hoops games, guys. Huge college basketball Night coming up ahead as we continue through the conference play here on our way to uh, the madness. The march to the madness. March madness is just around the corner. And Clemson, now they total letdown for that university as far as the national championship goes. But man, oh man, they, uh, the basketball team stood up last night and said, don't worry, we got this. Uh, they went ahead and took down the number three team in the country, Duke. Uh, and they did it in amazing fashion, 79 to 72. The Tigers were a 10 and a half point home underdog in that game. They were plus 475 on the money line, guys. And boom, they nailed it. They got it. Awesome stuff there. Also, number 11, Louisville, uh, continues to struggle on the road. They survived 73 to 68 in overtime at Pitt, but they did not cover as a six point road favorite and that theme continues throughout guys this ability of these college teams right around now a lot of them uh, are very young they are also the ability to be able to win on the road in college hoops is proving to be very very difficult so this is the time of year where in college hoops you keep an eye on some teams to see who's got the uh, who's got the upperclassmen uh, who seems to be able to win on the road? Who doesn't? Because a lot of teams like Maryland, for instance, last night lost again on the road. Uh, and this is a team, guys, that's got uh, they're 15 and uh, well now going into last night they were uh, they were 15 and uh, three, I believe, 15 and three, and all of their wins came either at neutral court settings or like in tournaments, those types of things, or home wins. They have not been able to win on the road yet. 
And they went on the road again last night into Wisconsin, and they weren't able to get the job done there either. 56 to 54, Wisconsin beat number 17, Maryland. Uh, There was a late turnover and a three-point shot with nine seconds left that did it. Uh, But again, that wasn't an upset, so to speak, because Wisconsin, they were an actual home favorite. They were two-and-a-half-point home favorite. But Maryland did cover as a road dog in the game, but they did not win the game. And this continues as you go down the night and you look at some of these teams. It's very, there's only two undefeated teams that remain in the uh, in college hoops. One of them won again last night in San Diego State, taking down Fresno State, bulldozed them last night. Now 18-0 and undefeated San Diego State's. Uh, in uh, in the season, Auburn is the other. They continue to roll through what has been a uh, a pretty light schedule thus far, but it's going to get it's going to get down and dirty here in college hoops. Guys, get ready for it as a lot of these SEC teams and ACC teams. Somebody's got to learn how to win on the road, and once they do, they're really going to elevate it and take it to another level. Kansas was able to do that last night against Oklahoma. They were able to win and cover on the road. Uh, in Norman, they took down, um, you know, Oklahoma came into that game actually having won and covered the last three games. Good for Kansas. Uh, their stud, uh, DeAndre Dotson over there, ends up uh, dominating the game late to pull away from OU. And also Villanova survived. Number 14, Villanova survived a onslaught of shots from DePaul to tie the game up in the second half, took it to overtime. And they were able to get the job done 79 to 75 in overtime. Uh, DePaul did not cover in that uh, game. I'm sorry. Uh, DePaul uh, was a nine and a half point dog. Uh, they absolutely DePaul covered in that game. Villanova did not. But Villanova at home got the job done. They were not upset. And in the NBA, six games on the card last night, guys, you watched. Favorites dominate going four and two straight up and against the number. The Utah Jazz continue to be the hottest team in the NBA, guys, just rolling teams again. And they did it last night, laying three against the Brooklyn Nets on the road. They dominated Kyrie and company, who is back. If you guys didn't know, Kyrie uh, Irving is back playing with the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Uh, the Jazz were were just a force of nature, as were the Milwaukee Bucks taking on that high school team, the New York Knicks, laying 16 and a half. The Mavericks also took on that other high school team, the Golden State Warriors, laying eight. They covered, as did the Clippers, taking on the Cleveland Cavaliers in a back-to-back situation for the Cleveland Cavaliers, who the night earlier had to take on LeBron and the Lakers, stayed at the Staples Center to take on Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and company in the Clippers, and they got smoked in both nights there. So uh, congratulations to the favorites, Jazz, Bucks, Mavs, Clippers, all covering. There were two outright upsets, though. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks uh, welcome back Trey Young into the lineup. The Hawks took care of business last night, laying two against the Phoenix Suns at home. They got the job done, as did, look out, the Memphis Grizzlies. They uh, This team can, uh, can score, guys. Uh, keep, I, I'm telling you right now, keep an eye on the Memphis Grizzlies as this team is uh, is no joke, and they can score points with the best of them, and they took on the Houston Rockets last night at home. They were four-and-a-half-point favorite, uh, dogs rather, plus 170 on the money line, and you're not going to believe this, but James Harden, James Harden scored 41 points last night, right? Shocker. 
You know what else is not shocking? Uh, he was 13 of 37 on his way to 41 points. So congratulations, you got to 41 points. He lost, and he chucked up 37 shots and only made 13 of them. Welcome to James Harden and the Houston Rockets, ladies and gentlemen. They ended up losing overs 3-2-1. and one. You did have a push in that uh, New York Knicks-Milwaukee matchup at 2-30. But like we told you, another big night tonight in the NBA. 10 NBA games, full slate coming up, 59 college basketball games getting ready to go, and it's going to be an epic night on the hardwood in both college and the NBA. And also a big shout-out to uh, New Jersey, who uh, the numbers came in this week, guys. Uh, They announced that uh, in December their sports wagering handle Cracking close to $558 million. So that means in total in 2019, in the Garden State, sportsbooks, it wagered $4.5 billion in the state. $4.5 billion in New Jersey in 2019. And uh, by the way, of that $4.5 billion that was wagered in New Jersey, 84% 84% of that line on the phone. Welcome to the future. Get out of your ass, New York. It's coming. All right. Uh, next year, we'll make a brain for it. Dan will uh, step in here. And we'll, uh, we'll cover the upcoming games tonight and this weekend. We'll make it rain. Good luck on your place. We'll be happy tomorrow. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, 
the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I overslept. Look, I need your help. Here's what you missed on the morning line. Go! I don't think the athletic with Mike Fires, that whole interview and that piece, that wasn't done until... uh, uh, right at the end of the season, right towards, uh, was it the, I think it was right around the World Series, just before that started to come out, uh, or just after. It was right around then, but once that can of worms was open, that was it. And now, not only did the, uh, well, the Astros are going to hire from within, obviously, I think the bench coach is, uh, is moving up to the manager. No word yet on who the Red Sox are going to go, but this is a mess, beyond mess. And like we told you, Pete Rose is having a field day with this. And Pete Rose believes that the Houston Astros' involvement in the sign-stealing was way worse for baseball than what he did 30 years ago when he gambled on baseball. And he wasn't gambling, guys. He got a lifetime ban, but let us not forget, uh, there was never any proof that Pete Rose gambled on his team to lose. He only gambled on his team to win. So there is a, uh, and I know as trivial as that may sound, like what's the difference? Gambling is gambling. Well, there's a big difference when you are betting your money for a team to win than fading a team to actually lose, and that is not what he did. And even he said it. I bet on my own team to win. That's basically what, that's what he did wrong. He shouldn't have bet, but it wasn't like he was asking his team to lose. He wasn't manipulating to lose money in the bets in the game. He was just betting on his team to win games, and that was his big mistake. But let's face it, banned for life. He's banned for life, and what was at the time and what has over the years continued to be a theme for Major League Baseball, the integrity of the game. The integrity of the game, you can't have it. It's a cardinal rule. You can't do it. Well, there's two things in Major League Baseball that are unforgivable in the eyes of everybody who's ever played it. As a kid, on any level, there are two things that you know not to do. Number one is bet on baseball as a player, bet on uh, in any way, shape, or form. The other is cheat in any way, shape, or form, or at least, you know, getting caught. Uh, and that's, those are the two cardinal rules. Don't cheat. Don't give yourself an unfair advantage over the other team. Play the game straight up, and, you know, whoever wins, wins, and don't gamble on uh, baseball, and you'll be just fine. So Pete Rose, to his point, he broke one of those cardinal rules, but you just had findings from the commissioner that an entire organization with just about every player on the team, they cheated. They broke the other cardinal rule. Only, where's the lifetime bans for those players? Pete's got a point. It's going to be very hard for Rob Manfred and company to get past that. Sports Grid.
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.